Pro Football Focus has ranked all the starting quarterbacks heading into the 2023 season. We're going to talk about where Justin Fields ranks in that ranking and the quarterback the quarterbacks that he's going to face this upcoming year. We're also going to look at the players that are up for a contract extension for the Chicago Bears and try to play and gauge which ones will get a contract extension. We'll talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. But let's go ahead and get into it. Pro Football Focus has ranked all the quarterbacks, the starting quarterbacks, expected starting quarterbacks, heading into the 2023 season. And so with that being said, Justin Fields actually faces seven of the bottom 10 ranked quarterbacks in the league, again, according to Pro Football Focus. But let's talk about where Justin Fields ranks in that. Justin Fields comes in at rank number 18 on that list of all uh, 32 quarterbacks coming into the league. And so, um, listen, here's what I'll say, right? The ranking of Justin Fields at number 18, while I know there are going to be a lot of Bears fans, that, and I almost initially took issue with it as well, you got to kind of understand the fact that Justin Fields has not been displayed as a passer yet, right? He hasn't won any games. We had a 3-14 and 14 season, so it, it makes sense. Now, do we think that Justin Fields is still going to be ranked at number 18 by the end of the season? That's where we, get, where we need to get into the nitty-gritty of it, right? That really is up to Justin Fields, Luke Getze, and the growth of the offense overall. But he does come ranked in below Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, um, his, his NFC North uh, compatriots there. So, again, and so when you look at the fact that we're going to face uh, uh, three of the top 10 ranked quarterbacks as well in Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Kirk Cousins, Mahomes ranks at number one, uh, Justin Herbert ranks at number four, and Kirk Cousins ranks at number nine. But you also uh, face seven of the bottom 10 ranked quarterbacks as well over the course of the season. So, of course, we face Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, who we've already talked about. But then we also face Deshaun Watson with the Browns, if he's actually going to play the some this year. Um, at number 13, he comes in ranked number 13. And when you look at, uh, you know, where he ranks on that list, right, and and that team overall, um, it, 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 we'll, we'll see, right? I, 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 I love the fact that we do face the Browns. I, I know Deshaun Watson is a talent. Uh, of course, he has his off-the-field issues and concerns and, and concerns as a person there. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And that's a matchup that I really can't wait to see how, how Justin Fields goes into that battle against Deshaun Watson because I think that is going to be a measuring stick in a way, as a lot of these games are. Then you look at, at Derek Carr at number 14 with the Saints, another really solid quarterback that, again, we'll see how Justin Fields comes out in that matchup. Again, you know, the Saints are a team that I, I I don't know how to gauge, right? That whole NFC North, I mean, South Division, um, is really a hard division to gauge because there's so much, all those teams are so close in having some of the same issues and errors, right? Um, and, you know, you when you look at Derek Carr and the fact that he's been borderline top 10 over his whole career as far as with this ranking and, and his play overall, that's going to be another big uh, matchup for the, for the Bears also, their defense and to see how Justin Fields uh, comes up in that matchup. Jared Goff at number 16 with the Lions. We're going to see them twice as, as already. And we already have our target on that team in David Montgomery because we're coming for you. Uh, with that said, um, you know, seeing how he matches up in that. Russell Wilson comes in at number 20 on Pro, Pro Football Focus's list. 
Um, and this is a game that, you know, he ranked 26th in passing uh, grade last season and 29th overall in grade. So it's not surprising there if you kind of look at the trends as far as why he's ranked so low. Uh, I do think that he can come out above that this season. But this is another game that you have to go into and look at and think, I don't. I, I think Justin Fields can come out on top in this game. But again, we're talking about individual quarterback matchups. Justin Fields has a lot to show. But again, these are these are the quarterbacks that the Bears are going to be facing this season. Coming in at number 24, Jimmy Garoppolo, who we faced with the Raiders, right? What that matchup is going to look like uh, with his injury history and things like that. Jimmy G, I, I, I'm not too worried about Jimmy G. I don't know who, who is nowadays. Bryce Young coming in at number 25 with the Panthers. Rookie, we'll even see if he's even starting because there's some rumors he may not start uh, his rookie season. But again, I have no worries that, that, that uh, Justin Fields is going to come out on top. But then we get into what could be the future matchup and battle for a long time with their interdivision rivals, and that is Jordan Love, right? He comes in ranked at number 26. Uh, Justin Fields is rightfully ranked above him, but you got a lot of Packers fans that feel very confident in Jordan Love and what he's going to be able to turn into as well. And seeing these two quarterbacks develop within the division is going to be interesting to see. This is the only quarterback that, according to Pro Football Focus, Justin Fields ranks above in the NFC North. So this matchup is going to be big for a rivalry and for, you know, to see kind of the future of that division as that division is really up for grabs and a lot of teams are going to try to stake their claim to being the kings of that division. Then you look at Sam Howell with the Commanders as well. He ranks in at number 27, Baker Mayfield at number 28, and uh, Colt McCoy at number 29. And then we also have uh, Desmond Ritter uh, with the Falcons at number 31. And so when you look at the quarterback matchups that we have, and where also the Bears' schedule ranks. We know that we have a favorable schedule. And I talked about it on the last daily episode, which was on Friday. No, I think it was on Thursday because we did mailbag on Friday. That this is the time for the Bears to really try to make their move to, to get into the playoffs in any way that they can. And when you look at how the defense is going to grow, how our secondary projects as well, the fact that we don't face a lot of the best quarterbacks. We do face you know some of those top uh, three out of the top ten. But everything other than that is towards the bottom of the league as far as quarterback matchups and even bigger than Justin Fields and where he how he matches up against those it, it offers a unique situation for the Bears to come in and their defense to really stake their claim early and hopefully show some dominance against quarterbacks that aren't ranked too high in the league let me know what you guys think down below what do you think on some of those rankings what do you think about the quarterback matchups we're seeing this year and what do you think about Justin Fields being ranked at number 18 in pro football focuses list now before we go I want to talk about Bears players that could get an extension, right? Which one gets the extension um, as far as this draft class? When you look at Cole Komet, um, Darnell Mooney, and also Jalen Johnson, all from the same draft class, all up for contract extensions. None of them have been locked into one yet. And so as we've seen with Ryan Poles and his contract negotiations so far in his career, um, they don't really go favorably for the players. So we're going to go through these one by one. First up, looking at Cole Komet, right? Uh, he's the youngest out the group. And when you look at tight ends, they do typically trend to develop a little bit later in their career. And I think that Cole Komet is really on an upwards trajectory if you really look at his last couple of seasons. One of the biggest things knocks on him was his inability to get into the red zone. Now, a lot of that was scheme, and that was that was Matt Nagy, right? But now that we have Ibrafus in here and Luke Getze as the offensive coordinator, we saw that change a lot last season. And then with the developments of the weapons, bringing in Robert Tanyan, DJ Moore, right, a running back room being what it is, improvements on that offensive line, and a offense that's set to pass way more than what we did last season, 
We can even see Cole Komet grow even more than what he did last season. When it comes to predicting Cole Komet's extension, it gets a little murkier there, right? When you look at, for example, if you want to look at Dalton Schultz as kind of the, the, the barrier for that. Now, uh, he was franchise tag in 2021. He made $11 million there. Uh, he had a down year in 2022. Um, and then he took a one-year deal at $6 million, hoping to increase his value before he signs another long-term contract. Now, the, the one thing that Cole Komet has above that is that he, he, he had a breakout season in a lot of ways in 2022. He's poised to probably have another big season for the Chicago Bears coming into 2023. And the Bears may be motivated because they know how this scheme is going to work out. And if they have faith in the way that we're going to grow as a passing offense, they may be motivated to try to lock in Cole Komet to a deal more earlier than later, right? Because if Cole Komet comes in and him and Justin Fields and that chemistry, this wide receiver core in general starts, you know, taking off and that then makes it a little bit easier on the tight ends. And, you know, Justin Fields kind of use that tight end as a weapon. Um, they may want to lock him in to an extension before that, that price may increase if he does have another breakout season. And so I think that I'm not really worried about the Cole Komet extension. I think when you survey and look out at tight ends out on the market, um, and even tight ends kind of coming in, into next draft as well, it doesn't necessarily project to be um, tight ends that you're going to get that project to be a lot better. And then when you also look at Cole Komet's uh, youth, his chemistry with Justin Fields, the fact that, he, that he's in here, the fact that he's solid in both, being used in the passing game and being pass protection as well. I think Cole Komet has a higher chance than not to get an extension with the Chicago Bears. What that number is, is going to be the biggest indicator there. But I get don't get really any indication from Cole Komet that he's going to really try to break the bank or anything on an extension. As long as they offer him a respectable extension, I think Cole Komet is going to take it. I, I expect Cole Komet to really be a Bear long term, and I think he's earned that right as well. Well, you guys can let me know what you guys think on Cole Komet. Next up is a player that we've all kind of talked about a lot. That is Darnell Mooney. And kind of some of the pluses and negatives about Darnell Mooney is that we clearly, he was miscast as a number one last year, right? And some of that isn't all on him. When you look at health, when you look at that fact that we just didn't pass the ball a lot, all those could go into his favor, right? And he could try to use those as ways to kind of not necessarily negate last season and the lack of production there, but to not have that count against him uh, as much, right? And I do think that unlike Cole Komet, with Chase Claypool also being here and being another player that could be shaping up for an extension, I think the Bears are going to more than likely wait this out. Unless Darnell Moody comes in early in the season and has what looks like a breakout season in the first month, um, I do think we could see this kind of play out more, more long-term and maybe even go towards the offseason. Now, if it does go towards the offseason, I don't know if that bodes well or worse for, for Darnell Mooney, his chance to get an extension with the Bears. But if he has a big season, which he may be poised to do, moving back into a more natural role for him, no longer miscast as the number one. We have DJ Moore in that. Darnell Mooney is going to be able to come in, do what he does best, specialize in that, and maybe even benefit from getting a lot of touchdowns just by the nature of how our wide receiver core is working out and shaping out. The chemistry, again, with Justin Fields is a big one that goes in his benefit as well. But when you also look at some of the things that may work against him, if he does not shine, right, if he does not have another big season going back into a more natural role for him, considering that the Bears do have two first-round picks next year, they could very well survey that wide receiver market and feel, what's the key word with Ryan Poles? It's always value. That's always the thing with Ryan Poles is value. And 
if Ryan Poles and those first round picks, those two that we that we're getting, the one that we're getting from the Panthers ends up shaping up to where Poles thinks he can get a really good raw receiver in that draft, the writing may be on the wall for Darnell Mooney. When you also factor in Chase Claypool, if Chase Claypool comes in and outshines Mooney, you could also be looking at another situation which Mooney may just not get that deal. But those are kind of the pluses and minuses. I don't know really how to gauge. This is the one player on the list I have no real feeling on one way or another. When it looks, uh, the next player we're going to talk about is Jalen Johnson. But when you look at Cole Komet, I feel pretty confident in his ability to get an extension with the Bears. When it comes to Darnell Mooney, it's just so up in air. So many other factors that go into it. Also, the fact that we drafted another uh, wide receiver that has a similar makeup and skill set to Darnell Mooney as well. It makes it all kind of more cloudy and murky there. I don't have a gauge on it. I would like to see Darnell Mooney come back in a Bears uniform. But like I said, the key word with Ryan Poles is always value, right? It's not even always about the skill level. If he feels he can get better value and uh, 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 input or output from a player that is indicative of that that value, you can see Darnell Mooney just not be re-signed here. And he may be a player that could uh, just not get that second deal with the Chicago Bears. And then the last player on the list, and one that we've kind of talked about more recently, is Jalen Johnson. Now, it's I have a better gauge on Jalen Johnson, but it's not one that's positive. I do think that Jalen Johnson, if we're looking at the trends, is a player that's trending towards probably being midseason trade bait. That's maybe trending towards not getting that second deal with the Chicago Bears. And I know some people are going to agree with it. Some people aren't. Some people look at Jalen Johnson and think that, no, he should be a bear. Some people also look at Jalen Johnson and look at those tackle numbers. Look at the lack of getting of forcing turnovers, the lack of getting interceptions, right? And say, hey, why pay for a guy that's not impacting the game in that way? Much like with Darnell Mooney as well. You have Tyreek Stevenson you just drafted and other cornerbacks that could come in and that the Bears could be very high on. And if they perform or they look at value, again, that word, they can very well take a look and, and bounce off of that, right? And when you look at the, the value that we may have gotten from Tyreek Stevenson, again, hasn't taken the field yet. Can't really say too much about that. But when you look at the, 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 the realities around that situation, I do think that there is a chance that Jalen Johnson may just not get that deal. Now, he also could come into the season, improve secondary, improve defensive line, um, a, another year of development as a team from our defensive coordinators, Matt Eberflus, bringing in players that he wanted. And he could benefit as well from just an improved defense overall and be able to give us more of those things that we're looking for for Jalen Johnson. But overall, if I had to gauge it, I would say that Jalen Johnson is not getting that next deal with the Bears. And like I said, I know not everyone's going to agree with that, and that's fine. But just really looking at the realities of the situation, I can absolutely see him missing out on that contract extension. But that's it. Uh, Let me know what you guys think on those three players. When you look at Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, Jalen Johnson, What's your gauge? Which ones do you think get an extension? Do you think all of them get an extension? Do you think none of them get an extension? Do you think some of them get an extension? There's another aspect of it as well. Ryan Poles didn't draft any of those players. And while I'm not as much as one of those people who look and say, well, he's not this GM's guy, that means he's gone. There is something to be said that you may not pay those guys as much. So let me know what you guys think. Also, make sure you follow the show at at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the show, you can do so at 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all.
This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.